Hello, everyone. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to break the book of Jonah down into three parts. Um, we are going to, uh, God really put it in my heart to study the book of Jonah. And, and it's only a couple chapters. I think Jonah's only like four chapters. But uh, there's three parts that I broke it down to. So this this lesson um, uh, is going to be broken down into three parts. The first part is going to be called running away from God. Um, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with the book of Jonah, but I just want to break it down and just apply it to how it applies to my life. And I pray that it encourages you. Uh, then part two, um, I believe I titled that one. That's going to be called repentance, sort of. And we'll talk about that. And then part three, uh, I wrote down here, um, is going to be called angry with God, because we all know that Jonah became very angry with God at some point. So let's just dive right into it. Uh, This is part one. So I'm in the book of Jonah. Um, You can feel free to read along with me. I I, want to give a little bit of a backdrop to the story. So I'm just going to read and then talk a little bit with a backdrop and and, and read. So just follow me a little bit. Um, If I have time, I'm going to have a couple little videos playing throughout this. So if you're listening on the podcast, I would strongly advise you to watch the YouTube channel and please subscribe, by the way, click the notification button, but subscribe to the YouTube channel because I'm, I'm going to try to, if I have some time, get some little drawings in here just to do some illustrations so you can really get a gist of what was happening. So let's just dive into it. So in the book of Jonah, um, uh, in chapter one, it says the word of the Lord came to Jonah. And by the way, I think Jonah was a prophet, um, just so you all know, I, I, obviously he was from Israel. Um, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. So I'm going to stop right there for a second just to give a little bit of a backdrop. And and, and I know I have ministers in uh, as a part of my channel and biblical scholars, so you can always correct me if I'm wrong on something. Um, but to my understanding, just to give you a little bit of a backdrop, uh, Jonah is in, um, uh, what, Israel. Nineveh is only about, give or take, 500 or so miles away. So picture that. God's telling him to go to Nineveh. He doesn't really want to go to Nineveh. Uh, because as you, as you guys may know in the book of Nahum, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but in the book of Nahum, Nineveh is referred to as like the city of blood, um, uh, full of lies, full of plunder. They're known for great wealth and power. They're known for tormenting and, 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 um, uh, brutal treatment of, um, you know, their enemies. Uh, remember at one point they had taken over some parts, um, uh, um, of Israel. I forget the exact parts that they took over. I think it was, um, I don't even want to guess cause I don't want to get it wrong. Um, but they t- had, had taken over some parts. So there was a, some really, 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 really bad history between, uh, them and Nineveh. Um, you know, Nineveh was also known as a city of, um, of, of violence. And, uh, so you get my point. So God is telling Jonah, I want you to go there to that city and basically, and I'm going to get back to reading it, but basically warn them that, Hey, uh, wrath is coming and, and they need to repent. Like I want you to go and warn them. And uh, so Jonah, instead of taking that little 500 mile journey and doing what he's told to do, uh, Jonah's like, nah, don't really want to do that. You know, first of all, I don't really even like them. Second of all, I don't even think they deserve that. Third of all, I'm gonna go the opposite direction. So this is what's cool about the story. Uh, 
Um, and again, this is just me paraphrasing it in my own words. Um, but Jonah takes the 2,500 mile hike and goes all the way to Tarsus. So let's see how that turns out when God tells you to do something and you decide to go left field and do your own thing. Let's just see how God moves. I, I just, you know, if you guys are looking at me, you see a huge smile on my face because there's something in my spirit that just literally lights up. Th- this to me is better than being in Hawaii on a vacation right now. There's something in me that lights up when I read a, a passage or read a story because it just comes to life for me. So I hope some of this energy is going through this camera and getting inside of you. But I- I'm just excited about what we're about to learn. So let me just shut my mouth and uh, read. Okay, let me start over again because I think I drifted a bit too far. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because his wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarsus. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarsus. Tarshish to flee from the Lord. And by the way, I'm reading out of the New International Version. So if your version is a little different, um, uh, just still follow along. Now, check this out. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. And such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. Now, that's interesting because some people may not be aware that God sends calamity as well. Yeah, he sends calamity. We won't even have to get back into Moses and when they were leaving out of Egypt and and, and all of that. But anyway, he sends calamity. All the sailors were afraid and cried out uh, to his own God, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. Now, that's interesting. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us and we would not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. Hmm. That's interesting. So they said to him, tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble for us. What do you what do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. This terrified them. And they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because they had all, because he had already told them. Let me just stop there a second. They knew he was running away from the Lord as if that's possible, by the way, because he had already told them so. My goodness, I got something to say on that one. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should we do um, to, to you to make the sea calm down for us? Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm. I know that it's my fault that this great storm has come up on you. Now, listen to this. Instead, the men did their best to roll back to land, but they could not. For the sea grew even wilder than before. That's just what's so amazing to me about God is that his plan is going to prevail no matter what. So since you took your little butt on out there and think you're going to get away from me. uh, No, no, no. Y'all not going to just roll on back in. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to keep this sea going. I'm I'm going to let this calamity come on a little bit more so that I can make sure you get the message. Anyway, that's just my take on it. But let me shut my mouth and keep reading. Um, 
Where was I at? I lost track. I'm in verse uh, um, 13 right now. Instead, the men did their best to row back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew even uh, wilder than before. Then they cried to the Lord, Oh, Lord, please do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man for you, O Lord, have done as you please. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard, and the raging sea grew calm. At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. Okay, well, that's cool. But the Lord provided, Woo! even in our distress, even in our mess, God still provides. The Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. So I'm going to stop there that uh, in terms of the reading. And, and, and I just want to elaborate a little bit on this point uh, because I want to stick to part one, which is running away from God. And here's the message that I want to give on this part. First of all, um, let me just read another passage or two first to nail this point. Um, let's turn to Jeremiah 23, um, verse 24. Jeremiah chapter 23. Verse 24, there's a cool little passage in here I just wanted to to read. Um, God says, can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, declares the Lord? So I just want to stop right there. He says, can anyone hide in secret places that I cannot see him? You know, um, the good part about this is wherever we go, God sees us. And he knows where we're at. And, and, and kind of, I can hear some people saying, you know, the bad part about this Z is <laughs> wherever I go, God sees me and he knows where I'm at. Um, but I just wanted to bring up that passage. And there's one other passage in Isaiah 46, verse 10, I think is kind of cool to read. And then I'll, I'll close my mouth and wrap it up. Um, uh, Isaiah 46, 10 says, um, and, and you guys see my Bible is all, I, I did get another Bible from my son, but it's something about my old original Bible that I love more than anything because my notes are all in it. But anyway, Isaiah 46, 10 says, God says, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. And so the premise that I want to get at on that one is that, you know, uh, I like to read stories and keep things in black and white and related to my life. Um, and, and to my understanding, you know, this this was way back, I think, around 700 or 722 B.C. This was a long time ago. But I still think there's something to relate to in this. The bottom line is that when God gives you a purpose, when he puts you on assignment. It is best that we do what he tells us to do. Because when we like Jonah, and I think this is such a wonderful story, decide I don't want to do that. Or uh, uh, first of all, they don't deserve for me to give to them or do, you know, to show any grace or mercy or to do what you're telling me to do. Or that just ain't in my schedule um, because I got plan on doing this, 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 this and this. And then later down the line, God, I'll put you somewhere into that formula. Whenever let me just speak for myself again, because I don't know you guys. So let me speak for myself. Whenever I, when I reflect back on those times in life, when I know that God has told me to do something or he's put a word in my spirit or he's warned me against things that I was doing that I knew was wrong. That's been many times, by the way. I thank God now 
that as I look back on those moments, I can say, Lord, thank you for frustrating my ways. Thank you for the calamity that you brought on me during those times. Now, it's easy to say that in retrospect. We all know that. Am I right? It's easy to to be in a little bit of a different spot and then to be able to look back. But I'm willing to bet that there's many people um, listening or, or watching right now saying, you know what, Z, I can so identify. I thank God for some of the things he did in my life, because if I would have kept going at the rate I was going, I wouldn't even be here. I know that that's true of me. I know that that's true of me, that I wouldn't be here. And so I thank God that, you know, first of all, he knew what Jonah was going to do. Let's just start there. Nothing takes God by surprise. You guys already know that. But I think I'm so grateful that God loved him enough to send a storm. So let's just park there for a moment. God loved him enough to send a storm. I've I've had some people, uh, uh, by the grace of God, this podcast has been growing and especially on many of our social media platforms. And I I may not respond to all of the messages and things that people say. Uh, One, I just can't because there's so many that come in. But I have seen a number of posts where people are angry with God. And, um, you know, they they went off and did something and it didn't work or what have you. And they're just angry that it didn't work out. And I don't a lot of times I don't respond to a lot of that, not out of any kind of disrespect. But I just think to myself, you know, I've been there, so I'm not going to sit in judgment on someone that's angry with God. And we're going to talk about that in the third section. But the point I want to make here is that I thank God for the times when he stopped me. Like there's no way. um 25 years ago, for example, God could have given me my company. There's just no way. I was too arrogant, too prideful. I, I, I didn't, I, I wouldn't discipline with my spending. Um, I didn't have the heart that I have now of um, truly, truly being compassionate and, and, and caring and having empathy to the level that I have it now so that things don't go to my head, but that I sit and I praise and I glorify God for everything he does. I just wasn't ready. And so there's many times I tried to start up things and do things. You guys just don't know. There's so many. I, I was thinking about doing a podcast on that one day just to talk about all of the things I did in the past and to to, to kind of help warn you guys not to make the same mistakes. But there's so many things I did that just didn't work. But I wasn't ready. I, I just wasn't ready. Um, uh, so w- when he sends calamity, um, you know, even with um, I think about um, um my, my son, what, what he's going through, I think about, uh, was it the Apostle Paul who had the thorn in his side? I want to do a whole lesson on that as well. Sometimes when he sends that calamity, you know, it, it's so easy in the moment to get so caught up in it. But really, in all of it, God is directing us. You know, when he, when he sent that storm, uh, he knew that they were going to need to throw him overboard. So God was, in essence, you know, uh, rebuking Jonah, you know, but at the same time, he still provided. That's what I love about this story. And in, in, in this first part, which is called running away from God, is I think if we all were to be honest, there's a point in our lives where we all have ran away or, or attempted to. I certainly did. But I thank God for for. Oh, my goodness. The dating relationships that didn't work out, <laughs> even though in the time, you know, I felt heartbroken about some things. I thank God because God knew mm-mm-mm, I can't I can't let her stay in this one for too long because this is going to take her in this direction. I thank God for all those little plans that I had that didn't work out. I thank him for um, uh, some friends at, at the time that he allowed to be in my life that betrayed or hurt me. All of those things needed to happen to get my butt back in line with God, back in line with where I needed to be. And that's what happened with Jonah. He basically said, I'm not going to go to Nineveh. I understand it's about 500 miles away. 
don't want to do that. I'm not ready to really do all this stuff you want me to do right now, God. I'm going to go left field and I'm going to go to Tarshish, which is about 2,500 miles away. And look what ended up happening. He almost got all those people killed. He ended up being thrown overboard. And then he ended up being in a, in a fish. Some people say it was a giant whale. But whatever the case is, biblical scholars, you guys can figure that out. But he ended up in an uncomfortable situation. Let's just say that. But I think what's so beautiful about it is I can't wait to get to part two. Um, part two of the story is called Repentance, sort of, you know, uh, and we'll get into that one in the next segment. So thanks for listening. I pray that this encourages you to not run away from God. Don't run away from the purpose that he has for you. Don't run away from that assignment he's put in your life. You may say, well, I'm not running away. Z. I'm just putting it off. Well, stop putting it off. Do what he tells you to do and watch that wind that he puts behind it. That's going to propel you forth. Watch that wind that he puts on it. I love you all. This is Z. Uh, please remember to subscribe. Uh, this is Z with Unlocking Greatness podcast. Bye bye.